Hello, 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 and welcome to Conversations with Ball Girl. I am your host, Lorraine Williams with BallGirlInc.com, your redefining beauty consultant. And listen, today I am super, super, super excited because I have the <laughs> Cheryl Pullings on the show today. Say hi to the people, Cheryl. Hey to the people. <laughs> Y'all don't know why I'm so excited, but you will by the end. Yeah. Listen, yeah. there would be no ball girl wow. without Cheryl. <laughs> Not at all. Like she pushed that baby out for me. Like, whoo, she was, she, I like to call her my midwife. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I've known Cheryl, gosh, how long have we known each other? It's Let's like, see if I go, okay, so I know it's more than 15 years. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. it has to be probably like maybe 18 years. That's what I was thinking. I was yeah. thinking about 18 and yep. it's been like, oh, Cheryl's like, <laughs> Yeah, because Kyra was little. Um, <laughs> but Cheryl is like, my big sister, like, you know, some of you say I am, mm -mm, I got the best big sister, y'all don't even know, like, she knows stuff about me that y'all will never know, and you know I'm butt naked out here, but listen, <laughs> she is the keeper of the real secrets, and yeah. listen, y'all won't get them, y'all won't get them, um, <laughs> But I'm so happy to have Cheryl on because honestly, we're laughing and we're joking, but really there would be no ball girl without Cheryl. And I, Cheryl, I'm going to tell them a little bit about the story and I want you to kind of jump into yeah. because yeah. Um, when I finally came to grips with the fact that I had alopecia, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, now I have to do something with this. It's not enough to just be okay for myself, but right. I just felt this pull to do something else. And so, Cheryl, who we call Encyclopedia Brown, um, <laughs> you can't talk to Cheryl about nothing and she don't have some intelligent input to <laughs> on the subject. There's not one subject, right? I will never forget in the Bahamas the whole conversation around an apothecary, which is what started <laughs> You mean a drugstore? <laughs> but Cheryl, we have stories for days, right? So, you know, I was like, okay, I talked to Cheryl because Cheryl was helping women um, before branding was this big thing, right? And so I'm like, Cheryl, listen, I got all these ideas, but what can I do? How do I organize them? So I go to Cheryl's house. And we sit at her kitchen table and I'm telling you, it was like the operating room, right? And she had paper all up on the walls and, <laughs> and it was like, literally, it was like surgery and she was like pulling and pulling. And I was like, I didn't even know all this stuff was here. Wow. And I'm telling y'all, I don't know, sure. Was it two hours maybe? It might've been longer than that. It, it, was, it, it was a while. It was, it was intense. It was, probably, it was, it was probably about two hours or so. Yeah. Maybe, but when I left there, I had a baby, like I mm -hmm. had ball girl. And it was yeah. like amazing because I had no idea. And mm -hmm. it was like so easy for her. Like 
she was just like a surgeon, so skillfully cut this baby out. <laughs> well, I can't even say that because I had to push. She made me really work. Yeah. But at the end, I had this baby and it was like a whole plan was written out and I was like amazed. And so I know, Cheryl, you probably from a different aspect, but for me, it was life changing. So tell me what you thought about it, because I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> well, you know, I I am, and I have to, I, I, this is the only way I know to say this, is that I am so Holy Spirit led with it. You know, I don't always go in with, well, this is how we're going to do this. I let it organically evolve, you know, mm. and the beauty of it is that every woman I work with, the experience is very similar where they come with all these things and they're like, I don't know what to do with all of this. And we, you know, we brain dump it pretty much, which is why I always have all that paper. We brain dump it, dump it. And then we make it make sense, you know, pull it together in a way that now you don't show up looking like you're chaotic and all over the place. Now you show up on purpose, on brand, with yes. a mission and goals in mind. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So for mm-hmm. me, the the interesting part about that summer, because that summer I did that with several women. And the interesting part about it is that I didn't totally realize that there were so many women like you who have all these things that they want to mm-hmm. do in the world and they didn't know how to pull it together. It took me probably about four years after we did that to realize the value of that time I spent with you. And uh, so I do remember um, coming up with the name Ball Girl, you know, I remember all your ideas and everything you wanted to do. And I remember how exciting it was. And I remember how proud I felt, not about the work I did, but about the work you did, you Mm. know, about, because you said you had to push, you had to birth the baby. I was just there as a midwife to guide the process, to help you go within yourself and say, these are really all the things that I want to do. And anything less than that is soul crushing to me Mm. because that's what I've discovered for women that aren't allowed to have these multiple expressions of how they want to show up in the world, it's mm-hmm. so crushing for them not to be able to do it. Yeah. So you were like the trailblazer from the people I've worked with Wow. that said, I have all this stuff and I'm not willing to give it all up for the sake of somebody telling me I just have to do one thing. You know, Pretty because much. we are mm-hmm. multidimensional, we're multifaceted, but there's a way. There's a way to show up in it powerfully. There's a way Mm -hmm. to show up in it uh, on purpose without looking like you are literally all over the place and you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Right, 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 right. The funny thing is what I learned from you back then and uh, still to this day is about the whole branding piece and People assume what branding is because they don't really know. Mm-hmm. And this is the time, you know, COVID has allowed people to try different things because yeah. they're home. And so the first thing they want to do is go get a website or what colors work. And so because I have the brand queen on the line here, 
please tell people what branding is and is not. Yeah, I always love answering this question because I have a whole diatribe on. <laughs> right. What it is, what it is not, you know, and people want to jump to the colors. They want to jump to the logo. They want to jump to the website because that's all front facing. That's, that's all evidence of the fact that I now have a business, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's what people jump to, but they jump over so many vital aspects to what it really means to build a brand. Mm -hmm. And so they jump over the idea or not even idea. They jump over not even knowing who they serve, what their message is, mm. what's the solution that they're bringing to the market. Why is somebody going to pull out their credit card and pay you any money in the first place? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jump over all of that to get to the visuals, but they bypass the vision. They bypass whatever their core values are. Mm -hmm. They've, they've bypassed who their message is for. They've bypassed a whole bunch of other things that mm -hmm. they really want to have in place that's part of the foundation of what it is that they're building. So if I had to put branding in one word, one, it would be reputation. What's your mm -hmm. reputation in the marketplace? Mm -hmm. What are you known for? That's good. Who are you known as? Mm -hmm. And why should people care? Wow. You can't answer those three questions. You don't have a brand. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> right? So mm -hmm. there's that. Then when I look deeper into what branding is, and we say it's we say it's reputation, mm -hmm. but when you get in, but when you get into the iconic brand status, if you will, now you're talking about legacy. Mm. You know? Wow. So your brand is you're in phases. You're establishing it, you're elevating it, you're expanding it, you're building your reputation, you're becoming mm -hmm. known, you're becoming the go-to uh, icon in your industry, you're becoming all those things. But while you're building and weaving all of that, what you're mm -hmm. doing is leaving a solid footprint, which is wow. legacy. Mm. That's good. So now you've gone from, I just want to have a logo. Yeah, what mm -hmm. about colors? To... Mm -hmm. No, what I'm creating here is legacy and how do I do that? Wow. And it's so <laughs> it's so hard to figure it out on your own. And and that is what I learned from working with you. Cuz mm -hmm. had I not worked with you, I probably too would be like all over the place. First of all, looking raggedy cuz I had, you know, I had tons of ideas. Um <laughs> so many things. And the brand evolves. That was the thing that I had to come to grip with yeah. is because, you know, again, I had so many different things and as you try different things and you're out there and it's kind of like, "Wait, I need to tweak that a little bit." And it makes you a little bit nervous mm -hmm. but when you check in so oftentimes or I'll send you stuff and I'm like hey what do you think about this <laughs> what do you think about that and that's the importance to me of working with a coach or working mm -hmm. with someone mm -hmm. who can help you along the way and so kind of talk about why it's necessary to have a coach or someone like yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when it comes to your brand, you want to have somebody that can see your blind spots. Mm, yeah. And as That's a coach, good. strategist, uh, branding, a personal brand expert, branding expert, 
I can see your blind spots. I can see the things that you don't see. Um, really, technically, um, my gift is being able mm -hmm. to see the whole picture. Yeah. yeah I can see I the whole picture. And I did not, I did not totally know that until mm -hmm. probably about a few months ago, to be honest with you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone said it to me and I was like, I don't know what she's talking about. I literally was like, I don't know what she's talking about. What do you mean? Mm -hmm. um, but once I was able to process and translate, I'm like, oh, the brilliance of what I do is I can see the big picture, which is why I know how to, how to bring it all together. I can okay. literally take the pieces you have and look and say, this is what I see. And most times, and Lorraine, you could probably vouch for this. Most times it's even more than what you saw. Absolutely mind blowing. <laughs> right. Mind so blowing. The, the, the benefit of working with a coach um, when it comes to your brand is one, they can see your blind spots. Two, they can help guide you in your vision just by asking you the right questions because at the end of the day, we know that's really what coaching is all about. But I bring a strategy piece where now I'm not just saying, okay, let's build this, create this brand, but okay, now what is this brand going to do for you? What is mm -hmm. this brand going to do for the people you serve? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How is this brand going to allow you to show up in the marketplace? So I'm now we're building a strategy to go along with it. This is not just okay. to have a brand, right? Okay. It can look mm -hmm. great on paper. Yeah. But now how are you going <laughs> to implement it? What's going to be your implementation strategy? So you have somebody there walking you through the process where you don't have to think of everything. Which is really good because, okay, so you got this beautiful lipstick and you got a little bit of lipstick on there and we can't have a diva looking with no lipstick. Oh, on my. <laughs> See, we do, this is oh, how we do on our show. Oh, we just fall. We keep it real. You hold the picture, girlfriend, okay? Um, <laughs> Didn't you say y'all was friends 18 years? Tell her to fix her lipstick. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But there are two things that really, really helped me. And one, the first thing is like, initially I was nervous about doing the podcast because there are um, now, now it's kind of a whole bunch of people. But last year when I started, um, I didn't know as many people who actually had a podcast. And so a lot of us, I exclude myself because a lot of us are interested in things and it seems like the field is saturated. And I love how you talk about, um, although there are so many other people out there doing what you're interested in doing, they need your voice. Your yeah. voice is different. Yeah. So share a little bit about that because that really helped me. So I know people get spun up about the idea that somebody's already doing it or there are already a lot of other people doing it. But here's, here's what I know nobody's doing it like you. Mm -hmm. Nobody's saying it like you. The biggest thing that separates you from everybody else who's doing what you're doing is your story, mm -hmm. your voice, mm -hmm. it's how you show up. Mm -hmm. We all know that there are, well, maybe not as much now as it used to be. We all know there are probably umpteen daytime talk shows Right? Mm -hmm. 
you got some people and we'll we'll go back about 15 years or so you got some people that watch oprah you got some people that didn't you got some people that watched ellen instead you got some people that watched uh rachel ray you got some people that watched uh whatever other you know talk show daytime talk show there was because everybody has their own flavor their own thing Mm -hmm. that resonates with them Mm -hmm. while oprah might have been too emotional and too much for some people Mm -hmm. you know um they preferred ellen because she was a bit more you know um not as heavy, not as whatever, whatever people Mm -hmm. come up with. Mm -hmm. So your flavor, your story, how you show up is unique to you. And it's going to resonate with some people that everybody else doesn't resonate with them. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so important to step into who you are authentically for real, because that is what attracts and resonates people resonates mm-hmm. with people when yeah. it comes to the way you do what potentially everybody else is doing that's so good that is so good because really <laughs> you do second guess like oh she's doing it so well we get into that comparison mode Ugh. which is a killer <laughs> which kills it which kills your vibe and just like mm-hmm. oh maybe i shouldn't do it because but that's good because my voice is different. The other thing that I promise you was huge for me was this whole perfection thing. So you know me. <laughs> and I like stuff perfect. Like I do. And I, and it's such a way of procrastinating. And because I do, I procrastinate because I want it perfect. And I'm just like, well, it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. And that's the whole dilemma with me going live. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's because, see this, I can edit, right? I don't like it. <laughs> I can edit it out. But that live thing, I'm just like trying to get there. But that whole perfection thing, and you're so right, it just paralyzes you and it stops you from doing anything. And so when I started the podcast, I knew it was time. I knew it was time. And, um, but I didn't have all the fancy equipment, right? And I was like, oh, I don't have this, I don't have that. And all I kept hearing you say was, <laughs> that's nothing but procrastination. Perfection <laughs> is nothing but procrastination. I was like, shut up, Cheryl. You weren't even there. Shut up, Cheryl. Anybody talking to you? And so <laughs> the day that I finally got what you were saying, like I can hear you, but the day I finally owned what you were saying, I was in the car and I was riding. I said, darn it, I got my recorder. I'm going to start where I'm at. And it was so freeing one, but it was a blessing to so many people because they were like, yeah, like they enjoyed it. It was the humming in a car. And I talked about why I was doing it that way, but it was so freeing for me because I finally took the leap, right? I didn't wait until all things were equal or everything looked the way I thought it would look in my brain. And had I did that, I wouldn't be here right now having this interview. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. absolutely crazy how we wait for everything to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I want you to kind of share a little bit about that because it freed me up. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm a recovering perfectionist. You know, always <laughs> I'm a recovering. My name is Cheryl. I'm a recovering perfectionist, <laughs> and I I have had to teach myself how not to. Um, get in that space of it has to be perfect before I put it out. Um, I'm starting to live by the, um, the rule or the law of imperfect action. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. and it is so beautiful when it, when you step in and you go, you know what, I'm going to do this. Nope. It does not look the way it looks in my head. It is not turning out that way. I don't even have all the right pieces. We're yeah. going to pull these pieces together and we're going to make it happen. And when you watch the evolution of what happens with that, because you were brave enough to go ahead and just take the action. You didn't wait for the perfect time, the perfect mm -hmm. moment. You didn't wait mm -hmm. for all your ducks to be lined up in a row. Right, I always right. like to talk about that. I'm like, who is waiting for ducks anyway? You know, <laughs> you're, not, you're not waiting for all of these things that you've created in your head as reasons why you can't get started. Yeah, and we also yeah. know that that really comes from a deeper place. And there's so much work that you have to do around, okay, where is that coming from? Mm. When was, when, when did this idea of being per perfect, when was it, you know, when did you get inception in your head on the fact that you had to be, I watch a lot of movies, so that's where I got that from. When did you get, <laughs> you know, where did that come from that now you feel as though you can't do something until all the eyes are yeah. uh, dotted and all the T's are crossed and, and, you know, and everything. And you're looking and comparison uh, and comparing because you're mm -hmm. like, well, you know, they have all their stuff together. Yeah, but it probably took them 10 years to get there. Right. Trying to make it happen, you know, in a couple days. Mm -hmm. Like that. Mm -hmm. Start where you are. That's good. Mm -hmm. Start right where you are. When you sit mm -hmm. down, when you say out of your mouth, I want to do X, the very next action you take should be, what do you need to do to make X happen? Yeah. Just yeah. dump out what you need to do. And then the next step after that is take the first step. Yeah, yeah. Because we're looking, we're looking at the whole thing. We want to mm -hmm. see the whole thing. Whereas mm -hmm. if you just take the, the one little piece of it, what can I do to what can I do today? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Just one thing. What can I do today to get me a step closer? Mm. Because at some point, those series of actions yeah. are gonna put you yeah. in a space yeah. where like you are today. Yeah, yeah. But if you sit there waiting for perfection and you're all in your head and you're second guessing yourself and you're questioning mm -hmm. yourself and you're comparing, you know, what you're going to do to what somebody else is doing, you are basically doing self-sabotage. That's the darn truth. Ugh. You are sabotaging the very thing you said you wanted to do just yeah. because you, for some reason, you think it has to be perfect as soon as you walk out the gate. Wow. Like Kyra in here getting water <laughs> and ice. <laughs> but I'm leaving because I want people to know I am human and stuff but is you know going what? on. <laughs> people, people love that. Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. because we are human and because mm -hmm. we're not robots and we're yeah. not, you know everything is not you know exactly I think I think television has lulled us into this thing that everything has to be perfect but mm -hmm. people also forget that there's production that happens come on <laughs> editing editing for happens, days right <laughs> There's yeah, yeah. behind the scenes stuff that you don't even you don't even know that the two people that are in the lead roles they they can't stand each other. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because I remember, mm -hmm. you know, I love watching I Love Lucy, right? So <laughs> I remember reading that um, 
Fred and Ethel, the two people, Vivian Vance, and I, I can't remember the man, mm-hmm. they couldn't stand each other, for real. Really? Right. There you go. They painted you that know, picture and we bought did. it. So if you're looking at back then and you're thinking, mm-hmm. oh, look at them, they look great. Yeah, but they can't stand mm-hmm. each other in real life. Yeah. You're comparing yourself to a false narrative. Mm. It's so true. It is so true. And so hence why. I leave the stuff in. A lot of this stuff, I'm like, mm, sometimes I mess up a word. That was the thing, too, I learned from your visibility challenge. Uh, oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> I saved the videos because it was good content. I was like, okay, Laura, you need to incorporate some of that. Wait, I need but to go that was, those videos so I can uh, use them for something. <laughs> yes, it was good. It was good stuff, and it made us kind of record live, you know, do it live, and it was like, oh, God, what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say. Yeah. So I am. I'm going to put it out there. So when I first do my, when I do my first live, you coming with me because... <laughs> I'll be there with you. I will definitely I need be there somebody with to hold my hand. That is like, I'll hold your child. hand through it. I'll hold your hand through it. I'll do you like you riding a bike. I'll hold your hand and let you go. No, I'm just okay, kidding. okay. Catch me, catch me, catch me. <laughs> but the other thing too is like, even with all of that, even with all of that, like we're saying this and like you said, it's it's good. I like how you said some people like Oprah and because Montel came on it. Was it Montel? Came on at the same time? I think it was. What? And I was like, who watches that? But people were, <laughs> he was on for a few, <laughs> he was on for a few years at the same time. So somebody had to be watching. But then that's the thing too that we get caught up in is um, we're not called to everybody. Exactly. And that's a big chunk to swallow because you expect certain people yes. to support and to follow. And those aren't the people that will do it. And so, you know, getting over everybody is not for you is a big pill to swallow. And I know I learned that from you. So help the people out, Cheryl. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. The success of what it is that you're doing is probably going to come from people you don't even know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Agreed. Real talk, 100. Mm -hmm. It's going to come from people you have never even met before. It's Mm -hmm. going to come from people who have encountered you, uh, ran across your podcast, your video, whatever you've put out into the world. Don't go into any endeavor, business or otherwise, with this full-on expectation that your friends and family are going (laughs) to be the first ones in line. Because the truth of the matter is what you're creating is not for them. Sure. Let me, let me, let me, let me teach you how to let them off the hook. Let them be your family and your friend. Mm, That's good. That's good. They were your family and your friend before you started your endeavor. You've placed an expectation on them that now they have to buy something from Mm -hmm, you. They mm -hmm. have to do something. No, they, no, they really don't. Mm-hmm. What they can do is to continue to be there for you, <clears throat> pardon me, is to be there for you when things might not be going that great. Yeah. And you just need somebody to talk to and vent with. Yeah, that's okay? good. That's there are good. other ways that they can show up and be of support to you. They don't mm-hmm. always have to be the ones that, you know, we put these big, long social media posts out, you know, it's be like, my friends and family, they're not even supporting me, whatever. 
Let them be right. your friends and family. Mm -hmm. You created what you created for a whole new group of people that you haven't even met yet. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Yeah. So that's, that's how I tell true. people, let your family off the hook and your friends off the hook. Stop putting that pressure on them and yourself because now you mad. Whole attitude. Right? You <laughs> mad at them. <laughs> because here's the thing. It's your vision, not theirs. That's good. That's really good. It's your vision. It's not their vision. No, they're not going to understand. No, they're not going to see it because it's not their vision. Mm -hmm. It's yours. That's really good. That's really good. So it might be that you have to surround yourself with people that are totally not friends and family, but people that are in the same, you know, realm of vision and possibility mm -hmm. that are on the same journey. You mm -hmm. surround yourself with a few of those people mm -hmm. to help you and support you and yeah. start putting all that pressure on your, your friends and family. And like you said, free yourself because... You free yourself and you free, <laughs> and you free your friends and family. You take that yeah, yeah, yeah. off of them. Now you ain't copping an attitude at the family reunion because they ain't buy your last book. <laughs> Speaking of books, you are in another group effort? Well, yes, 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 yes. So I, you, now, you know, I've, I've published anthologies. I haven't, right. published, I haven't published one in almost 10 years. I'm going to do one in 2021, actually. Um, but for now, for this year, I'm participating in one. It's called the Mom in Me um, Anthology. It's by my good friend Kimberly Labou of Labou Publishing, okay. and um, I just thought it was a, a great opportunity for me to um, do something with someone else to support someone okay. else. I've gotten so much support and. Um, collaboration and sisterhood in the 10 years I've been doing my business mm -hmm. that um, I'm, I'm now being real sensitive to paying that forward. Okay. okay. So this was a way for me to pay, pay it forward, to be with a group of ladies, most of which I don't know. Okay. Um, a couple of my clients came along with me. So nice, it's nice. really, really, really cool and fun. And it got me all fired up and geared up to do um, another anthology in 2021. Oh, what will that one be about? I am not sure yet. Okay, okay. I'm not sure <laughs> yet. Um, yeah, I'm thinking along the lines of what I do in terms of branding, okay. Um, okay. but I'm not sure yet. They are fun. I, I, I said that I would not do another anthology. Someone asked me about one. I was like, I'll never do another one until I actually do my solo project. Mm. Um, because they just, all as much fun as they were, and you get to meet all these different beautiful people right it's just a way of me procrastinating doing what mm -hmm. I'm supposed to do so I'm like well I did I did kind of write the book um but no I have a project I need to do myself and until I do then I'm not gonna hide in the group I'm just yep. gonna do my own thing so yep. yeah we'll talk about that more in another episode but yeah that's awesome <laughs> that's exciting I look forward to it I mean, you know, I did those anthologies back when anthologies weren't even like a big thing. Yeah. Yes. And um, now when I watch all the people doing anthologies, how fun, I'm like, look at that. That is so exactly. awesome. You know, exactly. and um, so I'm excited about doing one, doing one next year. Yeah. Yeah. 
they are fun and they bring so much to the table kind of frees people up to kind of do their own thing as well it does you'd be surprised how many authors were created out of those projects we did Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean they some of the some of the authors that participated in that project went on to do some incredible things and uh, some of the authors that were in those projects they still show up to anything that I'm doing still of course Still, of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. you okay. you have helped so many people. You've been midwives to thousands of us, and it's crazy because we didn't even say exactly what it is you do. Like you have a whole. What are we calling it? It's not even like your thing is bigger than a brand to me, right? To me, it is. Maybe not to well, you, but no, no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Um, and I have spent some time defining what that looks like. Okay. For me, my ultimate mission is really to help women live from their highest potential. Mm, that's that good. in a nutshell, that's what I'm doing. I use branding as a way to get entry. Okay. Mm-hmm. I use branding as a way, you know, as my doorway, as my coach said, mm. as the gateway. Okay. Because once, once I'm in there, Right. We can talk about some things. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, because it, there's true. so much discovery that happens on the branding side. It, mm-hmm. it starts to give me access to, you know, kind of what their mindset is around who they are and why mm-hmm. they're not showing up or why they are procrastinating or what is this perfectionism thing or what's happening with you? How, well, how, well, how come you aren't, you aren't making the money that you, you desire to make? Mm, Wait, yeah. why don't you believe that you can reach your goals? I mean, it really mm. starts to give me wow. a, a wider range of access for them to discover so much about them and how, mm-hmm. not only how they show up in the world, but how they show up for themselves. Wow. That's important. That is yeah. important. So when I when I step back and I look at, you know, branding is it's this door into this mm. mansion that has all these fabulous rooms. Wow. That wow. you know, now they start to discover, oh wait, well, I I, I need um, I might need a little help with this. And either either I'm like, yep, got a program for that, or how about I refer you to, you know, mm. to someone mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm, so, yeah. mm-hmm. so you're you are 100% correct yeah yeah Cheryl's amazing <laughs> Cheryl is absolutely amazing and you know this is so like <laughs> funny because you remember uh, you didn't tell the story but remember how kind of we met and you said I used to sit in the back with my hat pulled Child. <laughs> it's the transformation is they couldn't even imagine people who don't know you know you like we do like Cheryl was like okay so imagine right (laughs) she in this like trench coat hat down here we can't see her she's sitting all quiet by herself I'm like is she special like what's wrong with her and (laughs) I was special all right (laughs) (laughs) she was going through stuff and we didn't know I didn't know and it was just like what What's wrong? It had to be well, nobody wrong. knew because you guys didn't know me at all. Right. And it's just like, what is going on with her? And to see this complete transition, like you have transformed, like it's almost like Clark Kent, like going in the <laughs> coming out like Superman. 
It was just like night and day. And Wonder it's Woman, so please. beautiful. Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yes. Wonder Woman. But it was so yeah. like, wow. But you did the work. You did the work. I did. It was a lot of work. Um, you know, I came to when I came to the church, um, I was I was I had just come off of a lot of years of hurt, you know, yeah. emotional. And I was in an emotional place that it was like, I, first of all, I was like, church, y'all can have it. I ain't interested. I had come off of two years of that. And uh, so when I got there, I was really sitting going, okay, let me see what this is about. Right. So, so, the, whole, so the whole, you know, <laughs> hat down, it was, me, it was me shutting myself off. Mm-hmm. That's what it really mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go, but don't talk to me. Don't, I don't want nobody, none of that. Just let I don't want no committee. <laughs> Seriously, I didn't want none of that. And you, and you know, by the time it was all said and done, it was a totally different ball game. <laughs> totally different, totally different. Like she was hiding. Yeah, but I was, I was, I was, I was hiding. Um, but it was, it was, it was such a great place for me to heal, and that's what happened. I, I healed in in that environment because there was an enormous amount of love that came towards me. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you mm-hmm. and Calvin, y'all, you guys were like the first people I established a relationship. With, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. And um, just from there, it just blossomed into mm-hmm. something that I never saw because I was not interested. Um, <laughs> you know, so when I look back to that and I, and I look at us now, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, a, it's amazing. It is. It amazing. is. Not it just is. from my transformation, but from yours, from yours too, you know? Yes, God. I'm like, sitting <laughs> together and like laughing all the time. <laughs> Girl, in the car, stuffing yeah. ourselves in the car with... <laughs> To traveling together, you know, to sharing moments and opportunities and to to see you um, own parts of you that you didn't own before. Child, please, you know that's right. (laughs) And I I can say, I can honestly say you helped with that because I was a mess, like a mess. Like you, you, your mask was visible, but mine was like, you couldn't see it because, uh-huh. you know, I knew how to play the part. Right. And I was okay. I was great at playing the part. But inside, God, I was so broken. I was so torn. And so, yeah, look at us. Now. Yeah, I had played the part for so long, I had gotten sick of playing the part. So uh, <laughs> It comes to that, though. By the it time you there. saw me, you know, I was like, ain't no part to play. You know, I'm just here because... And I was, the reason why I was there is because, you know, God pretty much was like, okay, it's enough of that. That's enough mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to go, but don't expect nothing from me. <laughs> I think that was all of us. I think we all ended up there the same way. I think we did. I yeah. think that was like an ICU unit. And we I, all, I, I would agree. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. And if, if nobody understands what we're talking about, we're talking, we met at church. 
no, we, like, we didn't say that, you know, we met, <laughs> yes, we met we at church. church. Yeah, we met at and, church, uh, but it was a very yeah. unique church. It was a very um, incredible space and setting that yeah. created a lot of what you see between the both. Absolutely, absolutely. I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was... Yeah. <laughs> we learned so we much. We did. And I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I had been in church all those years and a lot of what was being taught and I had never even heard before. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, what are you talking about? And that's what kept me coming back. I told you, I told you, me and Carlson was like, do they speak Latin here? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing here? We going back. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. But it was so that yeah. was, it that was, was so much fun. That was so much fun. I was hoping that I knew that you would be on the show. You had to. There's no way I could have um this podcast without bringing you to the show. But I was hoping that I could come to Florida and sit down and have it. So we Girl, will do, we'll do it. We will do we'll it. Do it. We'll do it. Because you know what this felt like? This felt like what? you know, on the own girlfriend's check-in. <laughs> That's what this felt like. People say that to me. This is like, or if they're just listening, it's like they're talking back to the radio, like, oh, that's she yeah. ain't even here. Like, and yes. That, yes, that this was the like vibe a, I wanted. Girlfriend to check Yeah, I think we, I think we got something going here. I like mm. it. So sidebar, we'll be talking later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just, I really can't thank you enough. Me and Cheryl could be on here forever, yeah. okay? Yeah. But I know y'all yeah. like, <laughs> what y'all talking about? Uh, <laughs> But we will have her back because, again, I already said, when I go live, she's coming with me. So <laughs> she will be with me on the first one because <laughs> that is a little fear of mine. I will be honest. But I cannot thank you enough for coming on and uh, sprinkling all pleasure. those nuggets. My pleasure. This was so much fun. <laughs> it was. I always have fun when I'm talking to show. But tell them how they can reach you if they have questions or if they... If they're interested in working with you or having you on their show, how do they reach you? Absolutely. So I'm always on Facebook. You definitely can reach me there. Uh, Cheryl A. Pullins put in, you know, um, I think the URL has Cheryl A. Pullins on it, but if you mm -hmm. put in Cheryl Pullins, you'll find me. You'll find me there. And um, also I have a group uh, on Facebook and it's called Build Your Iconic Personal Brand. So you can, you might want to jump in there because I'm about to do some really cool things in there. That's wow. where that visibility challenge took place. Uh -huh. I have a five day challenge or training or something coming up that I'm going to be doing in um, August and it's called hashtag, I'm not going to tell you, but um, <laughs> join the group. <laughs> <laughs> you got to join the group to find out and, um, or you could go to CherylFollins.com. And um, I'm in the middle of doing things with my brand. So there are links there that you can click on. But you can you can definitely find me. All else fails, you reach out to Lorraine and she knows how to get me. <laughs> and y'all know I'm going to put all our contact information in the notes because I feel like, listen, y'all, she, she gave y'all only, listen, you only got like a smidget <laughs> of what Cheryl does. And I really, really wanted her on here so that you guys can take advantage of everything that show has to offer. Listen, go check her out. You, I promise you, you will thank me when you do. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> again, Cheryl, thank you so much for coming, oh, guys. And you know that if you need to reach me, guys, you can reach me at info at ballgirlinc.com 
I am on Facebook at Ball Girl Inc. I'm on, what am I on? Instagram <laughs> at Conversations with Ball Girl. And until we see you again, go and be great.